Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Gerald Wallace, Jason Terry, Joey Devine, Keith Bogans, Marshawn Brooks, Sean Keen, DJ White, Chris Humphreys. Patreons, Christopher Small. Thank you, Christopher. Nick Banazak. Thank you, Nick. Eric Gunderson. Thank you, Eric. Musical guest, Zap and Roger. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and you are listening to the Round Ball Rock podcast. I'm here, as always, with my very good friend, my co-host, my rock, <laughs> my portness storm, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm I'm excited about all this trade action. Oh. Oh my god, 2021. I slow down. <laughs> I feel like um this tra- I feel like this trade that happened today is a real wag the dog. Wait, what do you that that it's a distraction from uh the fact that 17 NBA players uh tested positive for COVID today and they've been canceling games left and right. <laughs> right, so they were just like, "Look, get this done. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll find some extra picks for the Nets. We'll like Award him for meritorious service or something. Just make it happen. <laughs> it's also like two of the brokest owners in the league got involved, which was tight. <laughs> With uh, a guy who um, is... The Alibaba guy's, like, getting worried, right? Isn't he in oh, trouble? Oh, that his partner... No, well, it's the other Alibaba No, no, guy. not that. Not that his partner's missing, although that is also troubling. No, uh-huh. isn't... 
the Chinese government threatening to just take Alibaba because it's too big? I think I read that somewhere. Yes, and yeah. it's directly it's directly related to the other Alibaba guy, not Joseph Tsai, um, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets. Or 50% of the Brooklyn Nets, I think he owns. Um, and then um yes, they're like they're like going to regulate or nationalize the company. I believe the share value has gone down like 18%. Now part of that is that uh no one's heard from the other co-owner in like three months mm-hmm. even even though he like hosts a reality show and was like see you next week at the finale and then has <laughs> not been seen for or heard from again so not a great sign for all that alibaba money oh, oh i think that the reason kd went to the uh went to the nets is because they've got all that alibaba money <laughs> Now that being said, they're paying three players more than the pay- three players combined make more than uh, the payrolls of I think five other teams, which is tight. And I I said that, and my voice sounded sarcastic, but it actually is tight. <laughs> so I I meant I'm endorsing paying your stars a lot of money. That rules. Yeah. Uh, and also it was like the year to do it because uh, all the luxury tax is minimized. Mm-hmm. Because of Kelly Oubre, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So thirty percent <laughs> yeah, yeah. costs eighty-five million dollars. Um, uh, yeah, the, the I I did think that this James Harden trade was going to go. Let's talk well, actually about. Hold COVID. on, before we do that, oh, sorry, no, before ahead. we do that, we got to do some news and stuff, uh, and play the drop. I mean, uh, we've got to do some business stuff up top. Uh, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, Round Rock Pod at gmail.com If you want to. If you have a tip about where the missing Alibaba owner is, send it there. That's the hotline. Uh, call us on the phone at the number in the uh, description of the episode. Um, Patreon.com slash RoundRockPod, where you can hear our uh, ongoing podcast, Watching Wiggins. We recently did an episode with uh, my friend and yours, Julian Rodriguez. Um and, of course, my friend and yours, Sean Woodley, from the uh, Basketball Podcast. Uh, watching Wiggins is really getting good, I think. It's an it's an invitation and a curse to our friends. <laughs> yeah, that we make them watch Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, it is. And only, and only talk about Andrew Wiggins, yeah, too. Like I, we, <laughs> I think we let Sean Woodley talk about Pascal Siakam for 45 seconds. Yeah, and then, and then I then admonished like, him. Enough. Yeah, I told him, this is not locked on Raptors. Um, <laughs> this is locked on Wiggins, maybe. Actually, that's what we should really try we to do. We should have called it locked on Wiggins. Locked on Wiggins. Right. Um, well, now that he's a lockdown you know what? defender, baby. We're changing it right now. It's now <laughs> called it's locked, locked on, on Wiggins. Locked on Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> Your Wiggins every day. All right. Um. If we had a daily Wiggins show that was like three minutes long, that's the new Patreon, guys. Um. Um. Also, uh, Round Rock Pod. I said that uh, patreon.com slash Round Rock Pod. Hop in the Discord. It's always popping off. Um. Also, we sell t-shirts at the description, at the, uh, at our T Public store in the description of today's episode. And guess what, Sean? <laughs> What's that, Joey? All of the shirts on T Public are for sale are on sale for only 13 bucks and through the weekend, I believe. So, so but you can only get a shirt, right? You can't get like a sweatshirt or a COVID. I, I mask believe or like only that. the shirts are on sale, oh, but I'm not okay. entirely sure. 
Um, but we've got COVID masks with uh, Don Nelson's face on it, with our faces on it, with multiple Round Ball Rock logos. With a, uh, we also have a design that's uh, the We Know Drama design. Uh, that's of course is an ampersand shirt, and it says uh, Rizzoli and Isles and Franklin and Bash. Um, so yeah, feel free to buy a T-shirt. Also, five star reviews, please on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. I know you probably don't like the show to the level of five stars, but it's for some reason the only option iTunes gives you. So mm-hmm. five star mm-hmm. reviews. Um, <laughs> other podcasts say it really helps. So I'm saying that now, even though I have no, we're not at the level where uh, we know whether it helps or not. <laughs> All right, let's go to the news. All right. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. So uh, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you want some good news first or do you want some bad news first? Give me the good news, baby. Oh, I don't have it. It's uh, the, 2021. The news, the, well, I'm going to give you the bad news first. I, I, this oh. was a monkey's paw situation. Oh, no. Uh, the NBA, just like the rest of the country, is currently being ravaged by COVID-19. Well, uh, it's weird because they're they're in that bubble and they're taking all those safety precautions. I'm sorry, they're, so not, they're not in a bubble, Sean. They're just flying around the country. Oh, but um, they're only in like, you know, states that really have the covid spread under control no no right? no no they most of their teams are in california actually oh uh, oh ooh, it's not really going yeah. well in los angeles <laughs> is it uh no no it's not it's the epicenter of the epicenter of the epicenter not unlike so what... uh warming up to wanamaker is a pod within a pod within a pod <laughs> oh yeah 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 well i mean i mean clearly it's only a couple of cases every week right um no, it's 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 more and more every week. Um, oh. But don't worry. Don't worry, Sean. The uh, the NBA met this week and had a lot of meetings. Uh, oh, thank God. Uh, do you I, bet, hear... I bet they completely fixed it. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because we've had we've had uh, nine Corona postponements so far and we're, you know, 23 days into the season. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just uh, because teams have uh, too many people who have been exposed to a deadly virus that you potentially can get more than once, mm-hmm. uh, that they don't even have yeah, enough health uh, uh, to play. Yeah. So, um, a couple, uh, one or two players have actually tested positive twice. Um, oh, they great. haven't said who, but, um, so that's cool. Um, luckily, though, don't worry. Uh, a bunch of billionaires got together, and they decided not to cancel the season. Don't worry. <laughs> and okay. uh, they have some new guidelines. Oh, good. Okay, let's hear those guidelines. Okay, so here. these are compiled by Mark Stein, uh, the best of the NBA newsbreakers in IMO. Um, he's never gotten anyone fired. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, the only problem I have with, uh, Mark Stein is he plugs, uh, another writer at the New York Times' work occasionally that I don't respect. Yeah, um, 
Um, I personally respect his stand-up comedy less, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> um, all right. So some of the things I'm going to read this verbatim. Uh, it's activities outside the team environment for at least the next two weeks. Players and team staff are required to remain at their residence when the team is in its home market at all times, except to attend team-related activities at the team facility or arena, exercise outside, or perform essential activities, or as a result of extraordinary circumstances. Away-from-work interactions are limited to those with uh, household members, family, and any personal staff working regularly in the home. When on the road... Players and team staff are prohibited from leaving their hotel other than for team activities or emergencies or interacting with non-team guests at the hotel. So they, they, they're under house arrest now. Yeah, yes. But they still have to go to the arenas and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the it, people they're interacting with uh, basically don't have any... To be fair, this is better than Disney Jail, but yes. <laughs> um, I mean, on the road, it's worse, though. <laughs> at least they had that fishing pond at Disney Jail. But now it's like you have to go directly home from the arena. Mm -hmm. um, you know what they should add? More uh, magic watches for mm -hmm. proximity alarms. That would do it. They were. Right? They did add that last week, I think. I believe. Um, oh, thank God. Yeah, the, those were those were a godsend. Well, don't worry. Uh, there's something even stupider than the magic watch. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Uh, let, let me find the tweet really quickly. It's from Woj, my second most favorite uh, NBA newsbreaker. Um, it says. Sources, leagues mandating increased mask wearing for players in games except for, quote, cool-down chairs, unquote, arranged at least 12 feet from the bench and 6 feet apart. Players can go there immediately after leaving court during game, but must return to regular seat on bench wearing a mask. So you're allowed to, like, sit in a cool-down chair. Yeah. Which sounds like, it sounds like something you would have... At a kindergarten for uh, disruptive little boys. It reminds me of a chill out tent. Like wavy <laughs> gravy is going to be there uh, with like cherry coke and cigarettes because you're having a bad trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I feel like Josh Jackson might have suggested that because of his experiences <laughs> at, at the, the Rolling, Rolling Loud, Loud Festival. The yeah. Rolling Loud Festival certainly had cool down chairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool down um, chair also to me is very like. It sounds, yes, it sounds like it's for babies, but it also sort of seems like something Google would have, you oh, know, absolutely. where it's like, like next to one of those like sleeping pods. Yeah, but where it's like, oh, is your laptop too hot on your legs uh, because it's been there for because it's been on there for 48 straight hours? Uh, -huh. yeah. uh sit in one of our cool down chairs so you can it, keep working. Yeah, it has <laughs> it has fans built in that shoots air onto your legs. Yeah. And like they had to modify it for the NBA because it was just designed for people wearing cargo shorts initially. Um, <laughs> all right, back to Stein. Meetings yes. for at least the next two weeks. Any pregame meeting in the locker room is limited to no more than 10 minutes in duration, and all attendees must wear a face mask. Okay, um, that rules. <laughs> <laughs> All other meetings involving players and team staff must must continue to occur on the court in a league-approved space or at the arena in a room large enough to provide for at least six feet of distance between individuals. 
Wow. So this is the NBA, thanks to Steph Curry, is embracing sta- spacing mm-hmm. like never yeah. before. His gravity. gravity of the COVID virus. <laughs> his, his gravity is incredible. I'm hoping that, uh, look, <laughs> this is a dark joke I'm about to make. But what okay. I'm hoping for is that eventually uh, these COVID rules were, will state that they can't run the box in one on Steph Curry anymore right, because right. Uh, it's not six feet it's apart. It's not ventilation. <laughs> well, this could get those those nerds happy about expanding the court. Uh-huh. And like, now the, now the corner three won't be easier. Blah, blah, blah. We're moving the game. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, for the extra space you need on the court. So this is probably going to work perfectly well right joey well there's more i have have two more bulletins for you and there's a lot more like did you know (laughs) until this week players were just allowed to have people in their hotel rooms (laughs) they banned groupies essentially this week right it has to be no non-team yeah that should be the new term for groupie is non-team guests yeah (laughs) like we could take it it doesn't need groupies a, a a bad you know um yeah groupie's a bad word i don't know what i you know i was it was a you know what i was using a no no uh these guys aren't allowed to fuck anymore is what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean daniel house is out right now Uh because of his back injury which he got by uh banging a maid (laughs) (laughs) hey he's in love with that uh covid tester right was that covid COVID tester tester? (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if he started dating that Instagram model that Malik, that left Malik Beasley? And she's like, <laughs> uh, I need a faithful man. Wouldn't it be funny if we learned that that COVID tester was Larsa Pippen? All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she kept trying to test Bronny's blood. <laughs> um, on the road. For team flights, teams must create a seating plan on planes so that players whose assigned seats are closest to each other on the bench for games are also closest to each other on the team plane. My God. (laughs) But luckily, look, if you get sick of sitting next to Alan Smilagich, you get to go to the cool down chair. Every uh, few minutes. To... And it's actually just blast. It's like it, they, they expand the size of that air blaster thing. <laughs> or you get you get like all three of them at once that are angled towards uh-huh. you. Um, all treatment sessions at a hotel, such as massages and physical therapy, must occur in a ballroom or other large open space with at least 12 feet between individual stations. Face masks and face shields are required for all individuals during such sessions. I feel like a face shield would make me less relaxed. <laughs> One, you think they expand the size of I that thing on the side? I think what they're saying table? is they want the masseuse to wear the face oh, okay, shield. Because okay. um, they could they could just put saran wrap on that thing that your head goes up to. <laughs> uh, game day. Players are prohibited from arriving at the arena more than three hours before tip-off. During the pre- and post-game periods, players must limit interactions to elbow or fist bumps, avoid extended socializing, and maintain six feet of distance as much as possible. Man. Um... There's something that's missing from these rules, though, Sean. What's that? Uh, The fact that it is impossible to maintain six feet of distance from the person you're playing basketball against. Yeah, for an extended period of time, too. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Um, like, sure, it's great to, you know, 
uh, I guess, create all these fake rules, but um, there's still a problem at the heart of what the NBA is doing, and that is choosing car- commerce over health. <laughs> but, well, like, like, you know yeah. what? So is the rest of the country, so I guess... Right. They're not going to pay them for not playing either. Mm-hmm. Um, man. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean... You know, and if you violate three in the key, <laughs> you actually get a $41,000 fine. <laughs> uh, so this is, uh, you know, it's basketball trying to sustain itself, which, you know, you can say it when you say it like that. You're like, oh, that's OK. But then you're like, hey, 30, 30 to 40 of the richest people in the entire world are forcing people to play. Uh, without many safety precautions because they don't want to lose money. Mm-hmm. It kind of comes out differently then, right? Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you, you get paid money to play in the NBA, so, uh, you know, it's okay if you develop a cardiac condition for the rest of your life uh-huh. because the Cavs have to play the Pacers. <laughs> I mean, well, like, I mean, the Wizards and Suns are just never going to play again, I think. No, I mean, they're down to like six players each. And uh, well, also, it's the same thing that was happening last year where it's like the the traveling. I mean, it, it they're behaving specifically like super spreaders all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're playing extra games mm-hmm. this year, like there's less rest. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, look, I'm not an epidemiologist, except on our special Patreon epidemiology podcast, obviously. <laughs> but uh, it just seems like you're telling everybody in America to stay home for non-essential business, including these NBA players, mm-hmm. except for when they fly to four cities in a week mm-hmm. or <laughs> go to an arena where there are thousands of people and a bunch of staff that you kind of don't really know what their what their procedures are Mm -hmm. and those people are also uh not getting paid very much yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. pretty depressing uh do you want to talk about something fun yeah let's talk about something yeah let's talk about something good then uh but first we gotta play the trades drop dude oh hell yeah trades that's right, we're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs, you remember, we talk about Capspace all the time in the program. Slash Capspace, let them know that you came from us. Limited time only, terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj. W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. If you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. All right, John. Um, 
Big news. You want to walk us through what happened today? Yes. Uh, so they announced a blockbuster trailer. They, we, people say blockbuster sometimes. This is a serious blockbuster. Uh, as Bob Fitzgerald would say, the one-time MVP, uh, James Harden, was traded to. Wait, he his... was? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I thought I thought we were going to talk about the president being impeached a second time. Oh! <laughs> you're not a no. patriot if you're paying attention to basketball right now. How dare you? I'm sorry. Uh... The president is being <laughs> impeached for a second time. <laughs> Two-time loser. He's like. Uh, so, sorry, I was. Uh, I was being uh, the the ghost of Keith Olbermann. Uh, I mean, entered my body there for a second. Uh-huh. He's kind of like Carl Malone. He lost the big one twice, <laughs> um, and uh, he was chastened by that. And I think he's going to change. I was talking to my friend Ezra Klein, and he thinks that Trump's really going to change his ways. It's pretty good. Uh. So, yes, James Harden, the disgruntled former MVP of the Houston Rockets, was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. What did Houston get in return, Joey? Uh, Oh, I can just say it if you want. Oh, uh, eight first-round picks. Eight first-round picks. Uh, Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. (laughs) Dante Exum. Out for two months. Uh, Known bad person, Rodion Skurux. Mm-hmm. And a second rounder i could not find what where that second round pick it came from, from cleveland oh oh okay okay wait i thought wait uh there's like one floating second round. i think it's from brooklyn actually i think that oh, cleveland right. second cleveland rounder went to indiana. indiana yeah 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 i think um so that's a lot of stuff and uh okay so to cleveland cleveland received jared allen and mm-hmm. torian prince from the nets and Indiana received Karis LeVert and a second-round pick. I've got to say, if you trade George Hill for Jared Allen, it's a win. That's what Cleveland basically did. Oh, they got George Hill. They traded George Hill for that Milwaukee first. And then they traded the Milwaukee first for Jared Allen. Ah, yeah, that's pretty good. I yeah. got to say. And I love George Hill. But um, so let's just go. So this was predicated by. So we uh, should say what the other teams got, too, right? Didn't we say what the other teams got? No, I don't think so. I think I stopped. I just said Cleveland got Jared Allen and Torian Prince. Indiana got Karis LeVert at the second round pick. Maybe I missed it. My bad. No, I mean, Houston just got a ton of stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, So the situation was that James Harden looks. I'm not trying to body shame anybody, mm-hmm. but um, James Harden looked a little more swole than normal, mm-hmm. um, possibly around his midsection. <laughs> I think he was maybe just has been doing a lot of crunches this year, maybe, and uh, definitely is not keeping a really large beard to to hide any absence of jawline or chin. Neither of us has ever done that, so uh, we wouldn't expect James Harden to do it, too. He's a professional athlete. But after Tuesday's game, he did not – he's just not trying. Like, that's that's pretty clear mm-hmm. if you've watched the Rockets at all. Like, he'll – for a guy that's not always known for uh, giving 100% effort on every play, and, you know, sometimes, you know, he's scoring. It's, it takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. He really delivers. Um he uh 
he was pretty bad against that Lakers team. But and then basically his behavior last night. Yes. Yes. It was a crazy, the real... a crazy press conference. <laughs> um, so he got to the podium after the game and he said, I love this city. I've literally done everything I can. This situation is crazy. I don't think it can be fixed. Thanks. And then he just left the podium. Mm-hmm. And everyone watching it was like, it really seems like that was a public trade demand. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I mean, when I heard that, I was like, do we think that his behavior before this has been a private trade demand that he's right. not letting anyone in on? Like, no one, he seems so happy to be there. Uh, so that actually really infuriated. The, the way you can tell, Joey, you said this. Uh, why he, how how it's how why it's so clear that he burned bridges in Houston? Uh, because John Wall and Boogie Cousins came out today and were essentially telling on him for being poorly behaved, and I think those two guys are two of the more anti-snitch players in the NBA right now. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, Cousins called it disrespectful said we feel a certain type of way about some of his actions. Just the approach to training camp, showing up the way he did, the antics off the court, the disrespect started way before Tuesday. This isn't something that all of a sudden happened last night, but with that being said, like I said, this is the nasty part of the business. And then he put in a classic. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so he and, he and Wall are not happy about this, nor should they be. I mean, no one's happy about it, except... Uh, the Alibaba guy and the Chinese <laughs> government who James Harden was playing for a GM who criticized China. And uh, now he's playing for the owner that has most fervently stood up for China, even though his business partner is uh, down a well. Well, somewhere. I'll tell you who else is happy about this trade. I have to play a drop first, though. Oh, yeah, please. All right. <laughs> It's Tillman time. That's right. Texas Tillman, Trump supporter, state house man, and billionaire buyer. Houston Rockets motherfucker. Tillman time. How does Tillman describe himself? A motherfucker. <laughs> All I do is win, win, win. Tillman time. That's right, it's Tillman time, baby. It's been a long time. So, Sean, guess what? What? Tillman Fertitta saved $9 million in this uh, uh-huh. deal. Guess what else happened today? Uh, the, he he the- bought a $150 million super yacht. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Um... <laughs> And I, I gotta say, um, I've, I've heard, I read somewhere that there was a lot of pressure on Houston to really appeal to Victor Oladipo because they've got his bird rights next summer mm-hmm. and they can pay more than anyone else in the league for him. Joey, you know what I think is going to happen? What? I don't think Victor Oladipo is going to get that contract from Tillman Fertitta. I think Tillman's going to be thrilled to watch $21 million drop off his books. <laughs> I can't believe he actually got the super yacht. This is the one he's been holding overseas. We 
Okay, that was something we couldn't say on sorry. the air. Oh, but yes, we have known for quite a while that Tillman Fertitta had bought a super yacht uh, and hey. was holding it overseas. Uh, we couldn't confirm. We asked around. Uh, and it got confirmed today. Can I read you a quote Tillman gave about his $150 million super yacht? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things I always wanted and I'll always have. It isn't cheap, I can tell you that. But every time I walk on it, I tell myself, God, I love this boat. Man, it's it's not as big as Jerry Jones's yacht. Uh, Tillman's Tillman's uh, yacht is called Boardwalk, by mm-hmm. the way, because yeah. it is uh, that, uh, as as we've seen with Tillman's interest in uh, seafood restaurants, fast casual mm-hmm. dining, and his family's deep history with gambling and prostitution in Galveston, mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is mobbed up. Like you wouldn't believe, uh, other people own casinos. Tillman Fertitta is a mobster, and yeah, it's named Boardwalk because he just wanted to be a member of uh, the the wharf culture of uh, vice and and graft and mm-hmm. uh, tricking people that uh, his fortune is based on. Mm-hmm. Now, Joey, he bought a hundred and fifty million dollars super yacht. How have his finances been this year? Uh, I mean, he got some PPP, or he begged the president for PPP, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he fired all the Rockets employees, I believe. <laughs> well, he actually ended up returning his PPE funds because he got so much crap about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I mean, he definitely, uh, demanded money from his friend Donald Trump. And then he actually, yeah, he actually had to give his PP. He made, I don't know if he was forced to make his PP loan, P loan back, but basically once it became public that he got one, he returned it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put 40,000 people back to work on May 1st, but I couldn't take the criticism. Mm-hmm. I took the money and sent it back. And then Donald Trump actually made fun of him and said, they found out you're very rich. And they said, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he wanted to have, uh, Steven Mnuchin uh, let him just ditch out on all his leases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and apparently he recently borrowed three hundred million at twelve percent interest. What could he have done as an alternative source of money? Does he have anything that's worth like one hundred and fifty million dollars? Well, a mega yacht. He does have a mega yacht, and, <laughs> and even this article about the mega yacht is like, hey, he commissioned this in twenty sixteen, and. Normally, it does take four years to build a super yacht Mm -hmm. and then just lets you fill in the math of why he wouldn't bring it in uh, a year ago when it was ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, this dirtbag piece of garbage (laughs) now has a yacht, which he's certainly going to register the Caribbean to dodge. Oh, yeah, it's his second yacht. Yeah, yeah. He also has. Sorry, the quote I read before was about his other yacht. Um, Mm. Oh, Okay. <laughs> which is only 50 which is was only it was only 50 million dollars i believe mm-hmm. um sorry hold on let me let me double check how much that other yacht was <laughs> so again he will lay off yeah that one's only 40 million the other oh, okay. yacht yeah yeah the... <laughs> so tillman complained that he couldn't get a loan and that meant he had to fire 40,000 people in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. When at the same time, he was apparently spending the money it would take to preserve 20,000 of those jobs mm-hmm. 
on his second yacht. Uh-huh, yeah. But this, but wait, 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 Sean, Sean, this one's a super yacht. The other one's just a mega yacht. Like, and but he also would not get rid of the 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 mega yacht. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So, and that that mega yacht, I guess, is only um, so forty thousand jobs for a hundred for a three hundred million, and I guess that's uh. Okay, a forty thousand dollar yacht. Yeah, that's a piece of shit, Joey. That's a terrible. It's barely even a yacht. It's a, it's a piece of garbage, Joey. I just can't. Uh, yeah, so that's like, um, that would only be like five thousand jobs, Joey. So that's mm-hmm. not. It's not even worth talking about, really. Six a six thousand dollar six thousand jobs with that yacht. No, he'd rather just have the taxpayers give him free mm-hmm. money. Uh, he's the worst, Joey. <laughs> he really is. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, oh, you know what? His his smaller yacht is also called Boardwalk. Boardwalk. They're both called Boardwalk. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> Lazy idiot. <laughs> that's you name. Like, that's like naming your children the same names, well, or having all of your restaurants be called Saltgrass Steakhouse. <laughs> Saltgrass Steakhouse. Jesus. <laughs> Doesn't salt grass make you want to throw up the thought of that? <laughs> oh, these cows were eating salty grass. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, but, uh, but don't I- worry, Golden... Don't worry, Sean. Two weeks ago, uh, the Golden Nugget went IPO. It went public. Oh, thank so, God. Um, I mean, who's going to invest in that business that's costing Tillman so much money? <laughs> uh, and also, like... I feel like I feel like he has a boiler room just made of distant cousins who were like, "You're gonna." It's like when Christopher Moltisanti was a stockbroker. You're gonna push the Golden Nugget IPO, okay? I feel like I'm gonna have to subscribe to the Houston Chronicle because looking at the news section of Google for uh, <laughs> um, for Tillman Fertitta right now, the Houston Chronicle writes about him a lot, uh-huh. and. Uh, that everything is payroll paywalled. <laughs> well, so I gotta say, um, this I'm I'm reading this story on papersaymag.com, mm-hmm. but uh, I do want to share a shout out to uh, the publications who had the scoop on this on this super super mega yacht. Yeah, that's Paper City Magazine. They had Paper the scoop. City. Yeah, 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 yeah. But their their sources are uh, Boat International, uh-huh. Super Yacht Times, uh-huh. Mega Yacht News, and Yacht Heart. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they've got their sources on the. Although they they do, if you're looking, they spell Yacht Harbor with the American spelling. Their URL has a U in Harbor. So mm-hmm. if you, in case you're planning to subscribe to Yacht Harbor. I can't uh, believe he named his yachts the fucking same. Like, what a piece of shit. I'll never get over that. <laughs> boardwalk. She encountered what, name the other one Park Place? This thing looks so ridiculous. Uh, the, the Which one? The regular yacht? The, the mega yacht. Mini boardwalk or large boardwalk? <laughs> I can't. I haven't been looking at pictures of regular boardwalk. I don't know. But it's just like cruising by highways. It looks like... There's a video at the bottom. I don't know if you saw that. The yacht looks like it's an asshole, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just the worst. <laughs> Watch this video for a second. Oh, it left the yacht. It left the boat this morning. It looks so stupid with this tugboat on it, too. <laughs> quite like this triumphant music. It's like 
somebody whose favorite song is the scientist from Coldplay. Uh huh. But also he's um only eaten caviar his entire life. <laughs> well, either way, he saved nine million dollars today, which so he only owes a hundred and forty one million dollars to whoever built that mega yacht for him. Uh well, which uh, they're not getting have... that money. Um so... <laughs> nope. Nope. They they really aren't. Uh, by the way, Trump said he wasn't going to pay Giuliani's legal fees today. I did see that. Uh, Giuliani also said that uh, the trial, his trial by combat quote was mentioning. The, did you read the? <laughs> I didn't see that. Hold on. Uh, that's look. I don't normally like talking about this sort of thing. Uh, um, we're not like we're not a resistance podcast, uh, but. We are a podcast in America in 2020. Okay, so uh, this is from Business Insider. Uh-huh. Um, let me find this. Uh, so it was about his trial by combat quote at the insurrection he was leading to take back the Capitol. <laughs> yes. And uh, this is from a Business Insider article, which, take that as a grain of salt, obviously. But here is the quote. Quote, I was referencing the kind of trial that took place for Tyrion in that very famous documentary about fictitious medieval England. Uh, he thinks Game of Thrones is a documentary. When Tyrion, who is a very small man, is accused of murder, he didn't commit murder. He can't defend himself and he hires a champion to defend him. I mean, he is describing an extremely narrow... A set of historical things, which, mm-hmm. for the most part, didn't ever exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, but in Game of Th- in the in Westeros, yes, that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also I said it to the Independent this. UK, so it is it is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, man. back to this trade. We fairly talked about the trade itself. Okay, the trade. So let's let's talk about the nets first. Yeah, How yeah. About? yeah. Okay. Actually, no. You know what? Let's keep. Let's let's just finish up the um, Houston part of it. Sure. We've mostly done. Yeah, they got a lot of picks to make up it's, for all the picks they traded. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It really is the. It's like literally the most picks. Uh, the the rockets could have possibly traded mm-hmm. um and uh th- th- sorry they could have received really um, and they it's got recouping seven... all the picks they've traded correct almost all of them oh no way more than they sent out i think right i don't know let me, about let me i'll that. look that up you yeah, keep yeah. talking about something else and i'll find uh <laughs> um so their team now is john wall victor oladipo uh, Boogie Cousins, Christian Wood, uh-huh. Eric Gordon, mm-hmm. PJ Tucker, Daniel House, uh, Chris Clemens. Um, I'm doing this off the top of my head. I'm yeah, yeah, sure yeah, I'm yeah. forgetting someone entirely uh, obvious. Um, David Nwaba, of course. Ben McLemore. How could I have forgotten? And DJ Bruno Caboclo. Um, how many of those guys are getting traded in the next two weeks? <laughs> um, PJ Tucker for sure is getting PJ traded. PJ Tucker right? feels like a guarantee. Eric Gordon is going to be a little bit hard to trade, but also they just don't have the urgency Look, to I'm do it right now. Well, today, actually, Sean? 
Uh-huh. Look, I'm a Golden State Warrior fan, as I, many I people getcha. know. I getcha. I was kind of thinking maybe they should trade Kelly Oubre for Eric Gordon. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't agree with that. Well, I don't know. How's Eric Gordon shooting this year? I'll look that up right now, Joey. <laughs> but Eric Gordon is like, was a, he is shooting 29.6%. Hey, it's better than Oubre. <laughs> Last year, he shot 31.7%. And he has signed through his. Oh, I know. I know how thing, long he's signed for. But um, I just think Eric Gordon's pretty bad right now. I mean, something's, something's Kelly Oubre is the it. worst player in the NBA right now, though, offensively, at least. <laughs> but so it, it would be an upgrade. <laughs> um, I just I, he just he just seems like he's he's getting that Paul Pierce body, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. What do you think Kelly Oubre's offensive rating is? Like four. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like how many points per possession? Uh, Eric Gordon has a 108 for offense and a 112 for defense, and these stats are very oh, meaningful. Oh, Kelly Oubre's like minus one, one. I saw it earlier today. Actually, it's a it's a minus. His offensive rating? Yeah. Oh, not the offensive rating. His his pip. offensive rating is 82. That yeah. is truly terrible. Mm-hmm. So his uh, and then his defensive rating is 108. So mm-hmm. uh, that's you know it's not. He hasn't had a great shooting year, Joey. <laughs> Um, yeah, either, either way. Um, so yeah, this is, this is like theoretically kind of a fun team to watch, except everybody's on the block. People are really depressed Mm -hmm. about this trade and, uh, and they didn't get Ben Simmons, which that all day, it seemed like they were going to get Ben Simmons. (laughs) It really did seem like they were going to get Ben Simmons. Uh, (laughs) but unfortunately they got greedy. They demanded, uh, Matisse Tybalt, Joey. Oh, dude. An unsuitable member of the Philadelphia... Can I give you Matisse Tybalt's stats, It wasn't Joey? even Tybalt they were fighting over. Did you not see that? It was Maxi. Well, I mean, it's, it was both, though. Yeah, Daryl Morey was... Tr- it seemed for a long time that Daryl Morey apparently was trying to get more picks so he didn't have to trade Tyrese Maxi, and then all of a sudden, uh, the Nets got James Harden. Yeah, and... It's sort of weird because it seems like it would be weird to be like scrambling for assets to avoid. Okay, so the the two guys in question are um, Matisse Teibel mm-hmm. and uh, Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey. So let me just give you um, what Matisse Teibel's... Um, Stats are this year, sure. if that's okay. Yeah, um, yeah please do. Now, now Maxi did score 39 points yeah, this yeah. week. And that's pretty good. I mean, look, I like him, but uh, you, know, you wouldn't think that would be... He was in. He was the 21st pick in a quote-unquote weak draft. Um, yes. Like um, five weeks ago. Um, no, I, 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 I hear what you're saying for sure. Um, it seems like a weird guy that would blow a James Harden trade. Uh, right now, Matisse Teibel is playing 12.6 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. He's averaging 2, 1, and 0.9. The 0.9 is assists. Mm-hmm. He's also getting almost one steal a game, which is pretty impressive for that. But he is currently, let's see, where is he on minutes in this team? He is, uh, oh, 
He's only he's 15th in minutes per game, but in total minutes, he's 12th. Mm-hmm. Now, Tyrese Maxey is uh, playing better than mm-hmm. that. He's 20 years old. He is shooting 31% from three. Uh, that's not as good as Ben Simmons, obviously. Or did you know Steph Curry is, Seth Curry is shooting 60% from threes right now? Yeah, did you know uh, Seth Curry's brother-in-law, Damian Lee, is shooting 52% from three right now? That's a nice shooting family. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder how often. Currently, Steph Curry is the worst three-point shooter in that family. (laughs) God. How embarrassing for him. (laughs) He's got to feel bad about himself. Uh, By the way, uh, you know who is also shooting better than Seth? Than than Seth? Than sorry, than Steph? Who? Uh, Austin Rivers, the Mm brother-in-law. He's shooting forty-five percent. Mm-hmm. Killing it for the Knicks this mm-hmm. year, just like his old man who hates him. I don't know that he hates him. Just I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he likes like he him. him. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he like enjoys him. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny that that would uh, counteract the trade. It seems like Ben Simmons is still <laughs> like. What would you rather have? All of those picks mm-hmm. or Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons. I think so, too. Um, yeah, I, I do. Uh, would you rather have Ben Simmons or Victor Oladipo in all those picks? Ben Simmons. I would still take Ben Simmons, too. Yeah. So, like, both... It both seems weird that Philly wouldn't pull Look, the trigger on it. if one of those picks turns into Ben Simmons, you've won the trade. Even though Ben Simmons is a flawed, weird player. But... He was like a no-brainer number one pick in the draft. Who's like who <laughs> then makes has started making the All Star team every year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the only thing for me is I wonder. Now, my theory has been that Daryl Morey maybe doesn't want to get him again. That does not really seem like what happened here. But I also kind of think that the the Sixers organization right now is not really in a place to take. A big fat swing. However, they seem like they were deep into negotiations and willing to trade Ben Simmons mm-hmm. like twelve hours ago. You know so, who uh, you know. was that? Who else was? Uh, so apparently, James Harden had a list. Oh you, yes, you know who was on that list? Who? Oh, the Portland Trailblazers, baby! Oh my god, that's God. That's like a that's like a bubble MVP. Unfortunately, award. they ruined. They would not trade CJ McCollum. Uh, Anthony Simons, Gary Trent Jr., or Zach Collins, Zach right? Collins, or um, uh, Nasir Nas Little, um, for him. So Cantor's uh, untouchable in that. Can- yeah, yeah. Uh, the fans would stand for a Cantor deal. They also, you know, Harden. I don't think he fits in with their organizational no, culture no, no. in Portland, the city of food trucks and strip clubs. Yeah, no, I don't think he'd fit at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, I'm sure who's a who, look, Portland will not stand for a schlubby looking bearded guy who's got a bit of a gut because he likes the nightlife. That is not what that town is about. Not a guy who who doesn't like to go to work and is kind of a slacker. That is not Portland, Oregon, people. James Harden, you're not welcome. Stay out of the Pacific Northwest, buddy. You with your your strip clubs and vacationing and 
bike riding for fitness. Get out of here. Um, should we talk about the Nets now? We haven't oh, yeah, really talked about the Nets. Arguably <laughs> the most important team in this trade? Yeah. Um, I. You know what I'm going to say that I think is the weirdest thing about this trade? Is uh, the Nets got a Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. Uh a very recent MVP. Yes. Um the it's best player in the trade by play. far. And it's not even close. And I still think I like this trade for the Nets the least. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's you kind of I mean, by by what you just said, it's like well, of course. And I almost think for, like, other teams I would like it better. Like, I, I wouldn't have enjoyed trading Ben Simmons, but also, like, it. you can see how it very much makes sense for the Sixers to do it at the same time. Because you're like, oh, Embiid, this this works. There's a bunch of supporting players around this guy. Like, like Joel, Emb- Joel Embiid is the defensive center you need when James Harden's... And it, and it would have made so much sense for P.J. Tucker to mm-hmm. also be in that trade going to Philadelphia and it's understandable why he wasn't to Brooklyn, but it still seems like, I mean, Brooklyn traded everything they could have traded basically. Yeah. Right? And I, I think, and look, I may, we did that episode about James Harden. What was it? Three episodes ago where I was making fun of all those bloggers for not wanting to trade for him. Right. Um, <laughs> and so it's I feel conflicted because I'm like, yeah, of course you trade, but the Nets kind of went through this already and it ruined well, their entire franchise for ten the, years. The parallels are just crazy because they they made a team of superstars mm-hmm. of by by putting together some guys who like had had a lot of success. Um you know, there's like a Hall of Fame all timer forward coming off kind of a bad injury. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, like I would say that, um, would you say that James Harden is the Joe Johnson in this oh, scenario? Yeah, which they also gave up a lot for. And then their coach is a former all star point guard, Hall of Famer from the Phoenix Suns, who brought along his former head coach to be his lead assistant. And, and they're joining they orbit, it's the future. And yeah. they're joining a point guard who is uh, maybe more famous than he is good. Uh-huh. Much like uh, <laughs> yeah. So so these are just like weird. Yeah, because Darren Williams was there too, yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um and there's no But also, you I know who they are... didn't trade in uh, the last the last time? They didn't trade Brooke Lopez and they traded oh Brooke Lopez this time. Right, they traded Chris Humphreys instead. Actually, they traded, well, Don Pardo named many of those people that yeah. were in that deal. But I just early. mean they at least had the young big last time. And right, this right, right. time they, they, they traded they him. Dealt, but yeah, <laughs> because um, our friend uh, John Wilms mm-hmm. did have, I think, my favorite analysis of it, which was that the the GM of the Brooklyn Nets was cocaine. And that mm-hmm. it just feels like like a crazy I mean, it feels like the other deal just because I mean you you can't like it it's still 
seems like they have a great shot of just winning the East and going to the finals. Mm -hmm. but and it's probably just, winning the finals if they get there. I mean, it's just it's just weird because it it is getting an all-star for the sake of a third star. And he is really good, and Kevin Durant's really good. Um, and maybe this is like insurance if Kyrie Irving isn't playing again. But yeah, we'll, he's we'll talk about like that a little becoming the, Like the next member of the Chapo Trap House, um, or yeah. whatever's happening with Kyrie. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, I mean, obviously they made the trade to clear up playing time for Timothy Luau Cabarro. We know that, but um, it just feels like a real like like the problem with the Nets was that you know they their their defense was pretty bad and they couldn't really get a rebound. Mm -hmm. That's not really something James Harden helps with. No. Now it's just like we are going to outscore everybody all mm -hmm. everybody in the starting lineup is an offensive is an offense first player right. even though deandre jordan has the reputation of a defensive player he is better offensively mm -hmm. than defense too so it's so just a weird they it's need like, to sign three people too uh-huh um i'm looking currently at a list of uh nba free agents uh-huh RealGM.com current okay. free agents. I'm gonna look by highest PER. Okay, because because Tyson Chandler is available, Joey. No, that's not gonna work. Highest uh, PER. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't have. Uh, I'm okay. Tyson I'm gonna here. I'm gonna go by age because they're gonna be old guys. They sign right. Yes. So here are some options to fill out this roster. Uh, Vince Carter. Um, I think he's retired. Sorry, real GM. Kyle Korver. Uh, I could see that happening for sure. Uh, Tyson Chandler. He just seems too old now. Nay -nay. Like he didn't really play last year. Uh, he would he would have the same argument for me. I mm -hmm. just have no idea. Like G like can those guys run? JJ you know? Berea seems to be retired. Tabo. Um. Not exactly what they need, I don't think. Uh, Joachim, Joachim Noah. Uh, retire, officially retired. Mm -hmm. Tabo, Tabo, now I'm like, I'm a tentative. It would yes be hilarious man. if the, if Tabo it's was It's so there. funny. It's yeah. so funny. You get, because Harden, Harden would have gone from all three guys to him and Westbrook to him and Durant. And they, they oh. already have Jeff Green. Um, Could he trade Kyrie for Russell Westbrook? <laughs> that would be so funny. Like, uh, like the Wizards kind of don't care, right? All right, I'm going to keep naming people. All right. Uh, uh, Anthony Tolliver. Uh, maybe. I mean, he could play like 12 minutes a game, I think, without turning to dust. Uh, Courtney Lee. Um, Seems bad, but also... I'm kind of like maybe like it uh, seems like they need that. Jeremy Pargo. Uh no. Martin Just, Williams I, retired. Uh Marco Bellinelli. I I like that. I mean, I don't <laughs> think he'd kind of um do well in Brooklyn. Like like those tattoos would make him some friends in some... in maybe the indie rock or or street magic communities. Damari Carroll. <sighs> You know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like <laughs> what they need. They need a big. They need a big, right? So their bench right now, they're they're Ka Luau Cabarro. Oh, they're like gonna a... sign Dwayne Dedman. That's the guy in this list. Uh -oh. they're gonna sign. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, he'll be the new backup center. 
What Dwayne Dedman? I forgot he became. That's so crazy. What about he Tyler felt... Zeller? Uh, is he really hurt or anything? <laughs> what about Kyle O'Quinn, the bar mitzvah man himself? I love it. Bring him back, dude. Yeah. John Henson. Why is it but John Henson in the league? Um, <laughs> you know who's available. That's right. Who's who's that? Andre Roberson, baby. Bring him back too. Oh, him and Thabo <laughs> trade for trade for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Do it, uh, Joe Harris. The Dion Waiters. You know who else? I bet they're going to sign. Yeah, who's Kendrick on this list here? TV. Um, who? Alan Crab. Oh shit. <laughs> he can't quit it. He kind of fits. MKG. They could sign MKG. I don't think that went well for him last year, did it? I don't know. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. He's uh, he's available. <laughs> Jordan Bell. I don't bring back Rondé Hollis. Okay, definitely bring back Jordan Bell. I'm going to say <laughs> Jordan Bell, Hollis Jefferson, Roberson. That's my three. Mm-hmm. Noah Vonley, also available. Oh. Hazonia. That, that, no. Hazonia would be so funny, though. It would be so funny. It would. But I mean, <laughs> what do they actually need? They need, like, a, a guy who's off the Dwayne bench. Dwayne Dedman. They're going to sign Dwayne Dedman. <laughs> right, but they need, I just don't know who's scoring points for them off the bench right now. But maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe you just, you just stagger. Don't you stagger them? I guess. Like, yeah. can't don't you just let Harden play Harden ball off the while the other two sit? Get some, get, the team got. I'm sorry. This team got way less fun. Uh huh. <laughs> That's all. Um, I'm going to give you this quote from Tim Don, Don Temps. Do right? you think? Actually, do you think you know who's available here? He's he's a uh, one of Katie's best friends. Uh, Charlie Bell. No, Alonzo Trier. Are they going to sign Alonzo Trier to score off the bench for them? Yes, so sure. Why not? Just sign Katie's <laughs> friends. Do it. Um, so I'm going to give you this Tim Bontemps quote. After making this deal, the Nets will have traded away control of their first round pick in all but one season between 2014 and 2027. That's 14 years. Mm -hmm. The one season they had their pick, they took Jared Allen, who they just traded in the same deal. <laughs> Honestly, that kind of rules because, uh, like, I'm I'm of the opinion that first round picks are overrated and uh, hoarded in a way that is somewhat unhealthy. Uh, like Especially now, where it's like three teams have all the picks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. At this point, you just wouldn't you just wait out OKC and just be like, well, I'll, I'll trade you something else. Like, you can't you can't keep all these guys. Right. Like, we'll we'll wait. There's a six um, five twenty two year old uh point guard from the G League available right now named William McDowell White. Oh my god, that's like I is, feel like I've read his poetry. Is he like it, uh the judge's son in uh from Caddyshack? <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Spent not Spencer. No, it's uh Judge Smale's son. <laughs> <laughs> Spalding. Spalding, yeah. <laughs> Spalding would be a tight name there. Like Spalding Smales bus name. You can call him Orange Roundy. <laughs> funny that Um, all right. Uh okay. Uh, so, is this yeah. did they do this trade today though? Because Kyrie Irving is 
suddenly organizing, which is tight, by the way, instead of attending a basketball game. Uh, yeah, it's possible. Let's do it. Let's talk about Kyrie. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's missed the last five games. He's going to miss the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no real explanation for what's happening, except that it seems like he's doing a protest after the Capitol insurrection. That is he what to... they were implying, but they're also but... saying there's family issues. Um, I think maybe when they said family issues, they meant there was an issue that Kyrie Irving went to a family birthday party in a club and no one was wearing masks. That might have been the the family issue. But um... Can I read you a quote from Steve Nash today from Mike Scotto? Yeah, please. Uh, Steve Nash, when asked if he's confident that Kyrie Irving will return this year. Quote, sure. I love that. I love that. Um, And I guess he and Nash are texting still. Um, Now, I think after the Capitol riot, look, obviously that was a terrible thing. It showed a lot of racial disparities in how the police behave. But I think what really offended Kyrie was the QAnon shaman. Because that's... Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's cultural appropriation. Um, and it, Kyrie's I, culture. He is a shame. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, in, in mysticism culture. Um, okay, so what was he doing instead of playing in the Nets-Nuggets game this week, Joey? Uh, he was attending a organizing meeting for a, the DA of New York with, uh, with Cynthia Nixon and Laura Sarsour. <laughs> Uh-huh. I yeah. believe that Cynthia am Nixon. I getting that right? It was uh that she's running for DA, that lady. No, it, it's uh Tahani Abushi is running for DA. So Laura Sarsour was there. No, no yes, no, I didn't say Sarsour was running. I mean, but she was part of the Yeah, I think she was or, on the Zoom call as well. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, and, and his Kyrie name was... on the Zoom was <laughs> Kai Irving. K A I. Yep, yep, yep. Like uh like that hobo who hit that guy with a hatchet who was trying to kidnap that woman that one time, and then it turned out he murdered a guy. Remember I that? Kai the Hatchet oh, Man? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was he like the real handsome hitchhiker or something? He wasn't was that handsome, no, but he was just crazy, and he saved a woman. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> By hitting a man in the head with a hatchet. And it turned out his name was Kai, and then like six months later, he murdered a man. <laughs> man. He also he also made that that dress that no one could tell the color of. <laughs> um, so Joey, look, congratulations to Kyrie Irving for becoming radicalized. Seems like that's a good way to. Um, yeah, Kyrie Irving, politics. join the DSA. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like he has, or he he sort of transcends the DSA. Sure. Um, it might be too organized for him. He's more of a like people's microphone guy mm-hmm. sure he's an, he's an occupied player i mm-hmm. would say but but you know good for him kyrie but irving my, joined no olympics la no olympics la there yeah. you go that that <laughs> i think it would actually appeal to him pretty well um so i want because he was there with cynthia nixon joey i was trying to pick out which um sex in the city character mm-hmm. he would be and so I want to give you a BuzzFeed quiz, okay. and I want you to answer as if you were Kyrie to figure out, because I don't think he's exactly a Carrie, but it seems wrong. He might be a Synthony, but it seems wrong to call him a Charlotte. I don't think he's a Samantha, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Okay, so I'm just going to give you this this quiz on BuzzFeed.com, okay? And it's from uh, Katie Foodie. 
Okay. She's a community contributor. So am I answering these as Kyrie? Uh, role play Kyrie. Okay. Okay. So pick the cutest wedding picture. And the first one is a a wedding with a bride and groom. Uh, they're in a courtyard. There's a bunch of trees with lights on it. And it looks like there's like a lot of like shimmering things above them. Uh, the second one is two chairs with uh, two seats. It's on a lawn, but it's like on the edge of some water. It looks like okay. it's maybe at the edge of a, a lake or something. Uh, the third one is a man and woman embracing, but they're in like a cornfield outside. Okay. And then the last one is a white VW van uh, that has an open door and a couple is kissing in front of it. Water. Water. Okay, great. Okay, choose the first, the best first date. Your first choice is bowling. Um, your second choice is a bar that is illuminated by like those hanging light, old timey light bulbs on strings. Mm-hmm. And there's like five shelves of alcohol. Sure, sure, sure. Um, the third one is a picnic, which appears to be next to some overlooking some mountains. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one is a very fancy mall bar. All right. Uh, pick your favorite time of day. Is it sunrise, sunset, midnight, or afternoon? Infinity. Infinity? Which, yeah, yeah. Oh, midnight? No, no. His Kyrie's answer would be infinity, so you I choose mean, I, whichever. <laughs> he, he transcends space and time. Um, <laughs> midnight. It's midnight. It's midnight. It's midnight. I think yeah. it is midnight, because he's pretty active at night. Okay, what's your dream job? Is it journalist, CEO, actor, or stay-at-home parent. I mean, Kyrie would say all four. Right, right. He, um, he wouldn't have to limit himself. Yeah, it's definitely not journalist because he doesn't want to be a pawn. He's not. He's not a pawn. I mean, he is an actor, and he's sort of a CEO. I think he'd say CEO though. I do too. I do yeah. too. Even though actor is sort of like yeah. Okay, so uh, your next question. But is he'd how- have some long explanation about how it, like he'd be the CEO of the Dream Factory or whatever, you know. I, you can also say you see him saying "stay-at-home parent" and then saying "I'm the CEO of this family." Yeah, yeah. And then it would be yeah. a confusing answer. Yeah. Um, okay, how many kids do you want? Do you want a as many as I can have? B two. C I don't want kids. Or D. IDK. I believe that means I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie wants a commune, so mm-hmm. as many as he can have. Great, great. He's um, about okay. community. That's true. That's true. Um, okay, what's your best physical trait? Is it A, my body, B, my hair, C, my eyes, or D, my smile? I think he'd say his body. Uh... And he'd, like, give an explanation about how he's got to protect it from how it's being used by capitalism. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and this, I would say my eyes would be an answer, but this this picture has only one eye. Yeah, not a that third two eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think the real answer is Kyrie's best feature is his smile. He has a very mm-hmm. nice smile, but I, I agree with you with it. He picked. All right, what's your best personality trait? Is it A, people skills, B, advice, C, intelligence or d loyalty Kyrie is absolutely saying intelligence yeah i think so too the picture for this is very funny because it he'd is he'd say his girl. spirit though 
Right. Ky- that's the thing. Kyrie isn't answering any of these questions. Yeah, well, the, the answers are so long that we yeah. would just be approximating them anyway. <laughs> also, the picture for my intelligence here is like a red haired girl with glasses holding a book at an impossibly weird angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so that also makes me think of Kyrie. Okay. Pick your favorite boyfriend. Are you familiar with Sex in the City? No, and neither is Kyrie, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, Steve Brady, he's a fireman. Okay. He wears glasses. Uh, he kind of talks like this, Joey. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, Kyrie he's wouldn't Miranda's. like that. He's, I Miranda's. he's also Miranda's boyfriend. Um, then there's Harry Goldenblatt. He's played by Evan Handler. Mm-hmm. You know Evan Handler, the bald guy? <laughs> yes, I'm aware. I think, he was, I think he was Charlotte's boyfriend. Known for, I mean, look... It's amazing that he did Sex in the City and Californication. Mm-hmm. Two networks. Um, okay, and then uh, C is Jason Lewis. He's that, like, long-haired model guy who dated Samantha, and he shaved his beautiful hair when she got cancer. Mm-hmm. And then D is Mr. Big, who you know from uh, the waterfall of the big city. Okay, Sex in the so Diamond. I do know him giving out waterfalls of diamonds in the... Uh-huh. Sex in the City Big Diamonds uh, edition slot machine, the greatest slot machine ever created. Um, but Kyrie's, I would say Kyrie would see a photo of Mr. Big and see his name as Mr. Big and think that is my enemy. Right, right. Um, uh, by the way, Harry Greenblatt is a divorce attorney. Mm-hmm. And then, the yeah, so you have fireman, divorce attorney, male model, and whatever Big was. I think... Kyrie is picking the one with the sweetest face that's not Mr. Big. Oh, uh, that's that's definitely Jason Lewis. He I would say yeah. he has a much sweet even though he's very handsome, he has a kind face. Yeah. I think that's who Kyrie's going for. Okay. And I this and okay, do you want the result? Yep. Kyrie is a Samantha. That he's tracks wild, to me, right? I, I kind of get that, yeah. He's one <laughs> wild person. He loves to date and have fun, but getting serious is not really his style. <laughs> He'd much prefer one steady group of friends over one woman forever. Well, that that actually checks out. That's how the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets roster was constructed. Mm-hmm. He's great at giving advice because he's so carefree. That, it checks out. Kyrie is a Samantha. Jerry. I'm incredible. I am incredible at role playing as Kyrie Irving. That's what you, that is. Like it, and and you you have an affinity, even though you've never really seen the show. Mm-hmm. You have an affinity for Sex in the City. Like you have a connection. I love Sex in the City Big Diamonds Edition. It's yeah. I mean that's the main thing. I have know. won so much money on the Sex in the City Big Diamonds Edition. There was one trip to Summer League where I would say I have to go visit the ATM real quick uh-huh. and then go play Big Diamonds for twenty I've minutes. I've seen it happen. I wish <laughs> I wish you'd been able to win that money from from that rat bastard Tillman Fertitta's casino. You did take him for some money, but taking it from a Sex in the City Diamond Big Diamonds diamonds edition game would be so good like i am very good I, at slot uh, when machines. i see the, the lights about seeing that the lights about to change in that game it means the money faucets no that the lights there. changing is not the big diamonds edition oh that's oh, a different so edition that's out on the town i believe <laughs> Okay, well, so what's what's the what's the most pro- oh I guess a waterfall of diamonds. Yeah, big Mr. Big will just randomly say, It's like a waterfall of diamonds, babe. And then money comes out of the machine. 
and it happens completely randomly. All right, we need to talk about these other teams. Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So we have we have Indiana jumped in on this trade. Uh, their trade was pretty simple. Victor Oladipo for Karis LeVert. I love it for Indiana, and I do not like Karis LeVert as a player. No, but I I just feel like he has the soul of an Indiana Pacer. Yes, I d- described him earlier today as guard TJ Warren, so he's I mean, going to do great for them. Yeah, and the other thing is, it seems like it's fitting their... Like, I think Karis LeVert is better off as a starter for Indiana than a bench player for Brooklyn because he, I think he plays better when he is not very ball dominant. Mm -hmm. He's sort of like, like with the, with the nets. I mean, he's not having a good year, but um, anyway, I think he's like, I think he's a good fit. You know, Um, I don't, I don't know if that even fits his game or like just his spirit seems very Indiana Pacers, but also he's um, a really big guard, which Mm -hmm. is what they like. That is a, that, that is a goddamn huge team. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Brogdon's big. He's big. Um, also, I gotta say, perfect methadone for Victor Oladipo uh-huh. because he's related to Levert, so they're still music adjacent in their shooting. Guard. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, it's very simple. They were just like Victor Oladipo's gonna leave. Um, this guy is signed for a while. And our owner's fortune is based on shopping malls. Mm-hmm. So we will take the $4 million of savings and get under the luxury tax. Love I mean, it. I don't, I kind of hate that part of it, but mm-hmm. uh, like, that's why they did it. And like, you know, they've mostly played without Victor Oladipo for two years now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be like, I don't, I, don't, I don't really think there's any bitterness necessarily, but just I mean, I'm I'm bitter as an Edmund Sumner fan because oh, he's getting blocked. A little I bit, love he... Edmund Sumner, and I do not like Karis Levert, but sure. Um... Uh, but also, he's like, I feel like this is yeah, Edmund Sumner. Uh, also, also a huge point guard. This guy's big too. Mm-hmm. Xavier's finest. How's he doing? That? He he was great against the Warriors last week. I gotta say, or a couple days ago. Um, yeah, we can't talk about Edmund Sumner. We, we can't have nope, to talk nope, about nope. the Cleveland Cavaliers. On to the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> uh, this is your second cheapest owner in this trade. Um, yeah, but but Herb Simon's broker. Yes, obviously. Dan Gilbert is more cheap in terms of uh, what he's willing to buy. Um real estate for in Detroit, by which he means he gets the government to condemn mm-hmm. things he wants to buy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, they traded a Milwaukee first in Dante Exum for Jared Allen and Torian Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Allen rules. This is a great trade. Uh, while we're talking about Cleveland, we probably have to collectively apologize to uh, our man Sextown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, call, oh call, just calling individually? Yeah. We've been not high on him on this podcast for a long time, and uh, I don't know, it seems like he's good now? No, they're 5-7. and seven. They've got the worst offense in the league. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst offensive rating in the league. But I mean, look, they've, they've had some injuries. Um, God, they have a lot of guys out. 
Um, also, Dante Exum is out for like two or three months right yeah. now, too. Um, they've they've had a few injuries. Colin just hurt his ankle. Somehow Dylan Windler is hurt again. Are we ever going to see that guy <laughs> <No>. play? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Colin Sexton, though, you're you are playing great, dude. Yeah, you're shooting. You're a lot of fun. You were a lot of fun in college. I should have I should have at least just acknowledged how fun he is, even mm-hmm. though I think they're I still think it's weird to think that you're building around a six one shooting guard. Um, He's not six one either. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's like I mean, maybe if you count the hair that he sometimes has. <laughs> that uh, Jedi rat tail he has. Yeah. Um and how tall is Garland officially? Six one? Neither one of those guys is six feet tall. Mm-mm. But I'm always gonna root for Darius Garland because of his father, Winston Garland. Mm-hmm. A great warrior. Anyway, uh, Jared. Jared Allen hey, rules. Love that he's Jared Allen. I mean, yeah, love that look, he's out of there, man. Now they they do have six centers now. Well, but so, they're going to trade some of those guys. Yeah, so you've got Drummond, Love. I bet they stick. I don't think they're going to move Nance because I think they feel like he can play power Nance forward. Nance is cool, playing. and people like Nance. Yeah, Nance is cool, and like you know, if someone will take Kevin Love or Andre Drummond, I, I don't think they'll think just anybody's taking Kevin them. Love, dude. Kevin, yeah, <laughs> they had their chance last year, man. They asked for a little too much. There's one team that might take Kevin Love that I can think of, but I don't think they have anything to trade for him. Well, because all of their, their whole roster is untouchable. Is that why? No, I was going to say the Washington Wizards. I just don't know oh, what they have to be, trade for him. That'd be, um, well, I mean, they kind of just have to take him, though. Yeah, right? but uh, money-wise, I mean, oh, oh, I understand what you're saying. Yes, I don't know how they make. I don't know how they take that money on. Um, Russell Westbrook, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, do we have anything else? They they have a lot. Of, oh, oh, and uh, Torian Prince becomes one of the better players on the Cavaliers. I think too. I think he's really bad. <laughs> he, I he's better than Chetty Osman. He's not better than Isaac Okoro, though. But I mean, I just, I just, I think that they might have a use for a guy who is like his size and plays the two and the three, because at some point you're like, okay, we've got Yogi Ferrell backing up Colin Sexton and Isaac Okoro. <laughs> I mean, he'll get all the Dante Exum minutes at least. He's better than Dante Exum now. I mean, he, I mean, not, not, not when spirit, Dante Exum's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like Torian Torian Prince is like such a filler guy. And he's also it's funny because he got this contract that's like um, just for situations like this. Mm -hmm. They're like, we'll overpay you because you're going into a deal with someone else at max. And, you know, Cleveland can. I feel like that is useful, given that they have cap space that they could just be like, look, take this guy. It'll match up. It's less than you're giving up, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I I just hope Javale McGee continues to shine. So many, even centers. with even Jesus with all this Christ. competition, there's so many. <laughs> um, all right, that's our show, right? That's it. Sean, do you have a song? I do. I wrote this one with um, Ringo Starr. Great. What's it called? It's called Blockbuster for Harden. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> anything you want to plug? Well, I just I just wanted to mention that um, I will not be signing any merch anymore <laughs> that you mail it to me. I simply don't have time. Um, no more signing. Peace and love. Peace and love. Um, anything you want to plug? 
Oh, yeah, I do. I was on, um, boy, I gotta see what this thing's called because I forgot already. I was on, uh, Forest Walkers podcast. Oh, they're about... all Ansem. Oh, the, what, what is it? They're all Ansem, right? They're all Ansem. I, <laughs> I still don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I was on a really fun podcast with our friend Queen Ozymandias. Mm hmm. And, uh, and our friend was... Forrest. Yeah, they're all, they're all the they're all Ansem podcast is great. It's Forest it's a spiritual successor to Take It or Break It. I would say. I really feel like that too. It's a lot of questions about Kingdom Hearts, but the podcast isn't about Kingdom Hearts. No, not at all. And uh, it was really fun. I thought it was pretty funny. So check it out and check out. I mean, it's just a very entertaining podcast to listen to. Uh, Joey's episode's really good. I think too. Um, so. Yeah, I really love doing that show. Uh, everyone should listen to it. Um, I was on the quarantine cast this week. Oh yeah, um, with our friend David Roth and our the friend De- Big Corbs. What were you talking about? The Joey? Decameron, baby. Oh. Uh, and then I was also on Film Drunks Frotcast this week. Oh yeah, what did you uh, talk about on that one? Uh, the Pixar movie Soul and the Coup, um, <laughs> and the you know the government coup. Oh, and how uh they. And how Twitch had banned the PogChamp emoji. <laughs> um, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where uh, on January 6th, I tweeted, we're at the emergency pet vet with my cat Zizix because he got stung by a scorpion. Fuck scorpions. Stupid little bitch ass motherfucking scorpions. Now, Joey, you have had trouble with scorpions before right on your twitter feed i have yeah on... can i can i share some of my favorites yes from please you? do okay hang on just a second so much <laughs> here it is okay uh here we go so that was a scorpion frankie's eternal nemesis is the scorpion mm-hmm. here's another one from uh april 19th of 2014 i get so much joy from murdering scorpions trespass onto my property die by shoe smash mm-hmm Um, Uh, Here, I've got one for you. Oh, yeah. July 2nd, 2009. Dear scorpions that sneak into my house, you will die a slow, painful death of being flushed down the toilet. Um, Here's one from September 2nd, 2013. Tired of all these scorpions. (laughs) Um, Um, This is my favorite Frankie Muniz tweet of all time. uh Uh, March 21st, 2014. (laughs) Think I broke my toe while blacklight scorpion hunting in my backyard. Do not kick a brick wall, even if a scorpion is on it, attacking you. Um, He had one from just nine days earlier than that. If I accidentally put a live scorpion in my mouth and chewed on it, am I going to die? Don't ask how that happened. But my tongue is numb. Um, and then he had one more. Uh, and, well, uh, don't oh, yeah, forget, on, there's way more. July 29th, 2012. <laughs> just got stung by a scorpion. Never felt pain like this. Leg numb. <laughs> vision blurry. I think I'm dying. He he made it, though. He made yeah, it, though. He did, he's going to yeah. be a father as long as he's not killed by a scorpion before uh, the birth. This is... <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me, let me give you okay. one real quick. Dreams after a scorpion sting. Well, that's what I was going to read. Oh, this oh, is a day ahead. later. This oh, is a this is a day later? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> read it, please. Uh, dreams after a scorpion sting are crazy. Now I'm up and driving to the airport. <laughs> 
Now, I think that's the time he drives to the airport, and he, even though he's been stung by a scorpion, uh, he doesn't get picked up because his mom is vacuuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also, what the fuck kind of scorpion is this? It's the size of my iPhone, and then it's a picture, but the link is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also replied to uh, Olympic medalist Amanda Beard. She was a breaststroker. At Amanda Beard, my pest guy lives with me practically. We have scorpions bad. Mm-hmm. That's from uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. And it's actually 10 days before his scorpion sting mm-hmm. that made him feel like he was going to die. Uh, all right. Uh, March 21st, 2014. Only found and killed five of these little bitches tonight. There's wow. always tomorrow. <laughs> I it's a lot of scorpion tweets. Uh-huh, a lot of scorpion tweets. So, get well soon, Frankie's pets. Mm-hmm. Although, like that's kind of messed up that they're trying to get to their enemy Frankie through his pets. It's kind of mm-hmm. cowardly, I think. Here's one that the reply is about a scorpion. Oh yeah, good, good, good. So, okay. the uh, original tweet is September 18th, 2018. My feet hurt so bad. Is this 33? Literally can barely stand for past three months. Sharp, super sharp pains in about three different spots. Suggestions? And then someone named Chris J. Skinner uh, Uh replies, Ever since you've told me your, quote, scorpion sleeping bag, unquote, story, and, quote, tarantula smart car, unquote, story, you can believe me, it's gout. (laughs) Uh, this is one from October 11th, 2014. Day two of breathing toxic fuse as we put an acrylic sealer on our old 80-year-old concrete floors. I assume those are on the floors that were flooded mm-hmm. uh, and spoiled by his cats. And uh, Hank Haney, golf swing coach to Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. uh, replied, good move, it gets rid of scorpions. <laughs> so I, I don't think Hank is like a regular uh-huh. Frankie head. Um, and he's also... Uh, Someone tweeted at him an account uh, at Zona Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only has two tweets, and those tweets uh, from April tw- are both from April 26, 2014. One of them is, there's a serious Frankie Muniz problem where I'm from. And then, heard Frankie Muniz is going golfing tomorrow. Hope he doesn't mind a scorpion messing up that hole in one. Wow. And... Uh, Frankie, Frankie is not following that account. I don't, I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Uh, on August 12, 2019, he tweeted, Is it possible to gain 20 pounds in a month, you ask? Why, yes, it is. I'm a freaking monster. Laughing out loud. And someone named Blurry Catface replied, Did you do it by eating scorpions? <laughs> uh, he also, this is one of Frankie's deepest and saddest tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've referred to it on time to time. Does anyone know how to get rid of horrifically bad mm-hmm. luck? Mm-hmm. And uh, Curtis Cleveland responded, uh, eat a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That's our show. <laughs> uh, trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, and shut it down. Everybody go buy a T-shirt at tpublic.com because they're $13. Yep. Wow. I'd like to see Kyrie Katie. Do a blockbuster for Harden, it's a trade. Didn't win his head, so good by Levert. In this blockbuster for Harden, well played. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.